getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. Running into the final stretch of the show, fortunately, we finish at 10 and we don't uh, keep going as in that big dog backyard ultra, which is uh, that tough race that we spoke about earlier. Nevertheless, we're going down to Cape Town. It's been called infecting the city over the years, but this year it's going to become uninfecting the city. What is it? It's set to take on the streets, the buildings. It's free to the public arts. And on the line is Jay Pather, who is the curator of Uninfecting the City. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's great to be with you. Jay, this is the longest running public arts festival in South Africa. It has been renamed. Talk to us about the renaming and the offering. Well, uh, you know, originally the Infecting the City was about... uh, um, you know, bringing the city, uh, saturating the city with uh, with all kinds of art, from exhibitions through to performance, and um, and you know, taking over all the public spaces, but also different parts of the architecture. It started r- largely as you know, moving the art into the city, but I think artists more and more began to get quite site specific and did works for specifically for historical sites like the District 6 Museum, the castle and that kind of thing. And this infection was also about infecting what is, you know, what, what is the ideal apartheid city with, um, with the kind of a decolonial uh, sensibility of, of, of work. Um, but, you know, in the lo- last year with the, the, the pandemic, we, we couldn't do it. And so this year we thought of Something called uninfected. It's obviously playing with it, but it also was a call to artists to think about the pandemic, um, and particularly our responses to it, varying from you know in in in, in varying degrees, uh, uh, physically, but also our mental health, um, uh, our resilience, uh, the, the the you know the, the bravery and the courage. Uh, and 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 also to come to terms with mourning, especially and mm. especially with grief and uh, and collective mourning, which has been uh, largely absent. So we then began to devise a program that was partially in the city that you could watch, and then partially online. We didn't want to take it all online, um, and we worked with the city to create specific COVID protocols to be able to do this really spread out and uh, enforcing as much of the protocols as we could so we could still maintain a sense of what that original infection in the city might be over just two, uh, three programs and then the rest of it goes online. So I want to talk about collective mourning in a moment but first I'd like to go to what you mentioned about artists slowly getting back to work and how critical this is. And I'm so aware of this because I'm aware that we're going potentially, and it really is starting to look like it, into a third wave. And we're afraid that uh, this may impact uh, how artists are going to be performing. So all of those things are at the back of my mind. But, And the reason I'm asking you this is last night I um, attended an outdoor event, um, a musical event, and I was chatting to Maestro Richard Cock, and he was saying, "What a relief that we're getting back into performing again. This is absolutely critical on so many levels for an artist. One, economically, absolutely critical, but yeah. two, also on a creative and more substantive um, way in terms of what and who an artist is." 
Yes, exactly. I, I think, and you know, not to over romanticize it. I think that the but the idea of the artist as a, as also uh, you know the 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 the, 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 the town crier for what the most salient issues of a society are, and articulating that and bearing witness to that uh, that sense of uh, aloneness. I mean, a very real aloneness. I mean, you know, we talk about aloneness just generally in life, mm. but this aloneness that has come about as a result of the lockdown, but also even when you are with other people, not being able to, you know, to hug and to touch and to, and just, you know, not to be close. All of that is um, is part of the aloneness. I think people have associated aloneness largely with the lockdown. But I think even outdoors and outside, that that sense of uh, constant weariness. Um, so, so to to be able to witness all of that is is part of that kind of collective healing. Mm. And um, you know, and that is that is definitely a really really important side of the coin. The other one, of course, is the economics of it, and you know, infecting the city. Is produced by the University of Cape Town and the Institute for Creative Arts, and we um, we give a budget to each artist. So this year there are 55 artists. We've tried to make it that all, every single artist is um, is paid something of an artist yeah. fee in order to do this and to create. So I, I, you know, it, it it does become really important in whatever organization to be able to see this. You know, whether it is a business or whether it's an institution, to be able to see that in some way this 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 needs to be um, inculcated, or else we are going to have this dearth of. Um, of active creativity. Yeah, let's talk about um, you. T- you talk about bearing witness. This 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 concept of collective mourning. Um, how does it play out? How does it work? Perhaps you could describe a performance and what that means for the audience member. Maybe someone it just happens to be walking past, but they see something which hooks into into them. A bit like that song, Grantly Buffalo. These are the hooks that bind us. Right. <laughs> yes. I, I, you know, the, the thing about, about this year's festival is that it is largely video and uh, video projection on walls because we couldn't take too much of a chance with large scale performances. Um, so, uh, but there are a few, and amongst those is a um, is a work by Kosukuskela Art Collective, who do would who work with sound as well as movement to create um, this healing ritual, which they are going to be doing on Church Square. And um, but many of the forms as well um, are, are talk about. Um, uh, you know, talk about the spirit, and they, 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 there is a sense of um, there is a, a wonderful work uh, uh, that, that that deals with these failed Zoom conversations, and even even that, and if, when we think about how many funerals we've attempt, uh, attempted hmm. to attend uh, on Zoom, and she does a work called Reaching Out, and it's um, it's really about failed communication on Zoom, which we are projecting on a, on a large screen outside, um, and, and this kind of not being able to quite quite get there. You know, there, there is a promise, because you've got the full picture of the person, but then it breaks up, and then the sound breaks up, and at crucial moments of this of this, what is supposed to be uh, an attempt at connecting, it breaks yeah. down, and, and 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 it's not intentional, right? It's not, 
linked to human intention, it is, of course, we're at the mercy of technology then. And, and it, has become, it has become quite um, abrasive and, and difficult. So much of this, this so, so I, I, some works move towards trying to create coherence, cohesion, and some works simply witness the lack of cohesion. And I think it's both the witnessing and also the offer to be mm-hmm. able to find some kind of commune, to be able to find some kind of uh, sensibility. Um, I think both are working. Of course, there are many other issues, and some uh, some artists are dealing with issues of land and the body and land, and there are also a lot of work around gender-based violence, which is um, which has become so much on the fo- in the forefront hmm. under the pandemic. Yeah, Jay, if people want to participate, as in watch, see. Uh, engage? How do they engage with uninfecting the city? What's the process moving forward? The best is to get onto the website and it's simply infectingthecity.com and you will get a sense of the eight programs. Um, the, what, the first program starts tonight and um, it was meant to start last night but it, within we, we had the ravages of weather as well as the pandemic to deal with. But um, it starts tonight, it's outdoors. Uh, so the first four programs are outdoors and then we move onto the, onto, uh, the, the digital space there's a lot of sound artwork and a lot of interactive uh, uh, digital work. We've impressed an artist that it couldn't just be a video on, or you know, digitally. That there needs to be some kind of inter- interaction. So, there, yeah, in, in total, there are 55 works through these sure. eight, eight programs. One work on a taxi that goes from Cape Town station through to various parts of the Cape Flats by Tanya Peterson. So, um, yeah, a, a, quite a wide variety of textured work and some of them live and many of them do, uh, on, on the, on the, in, in the digital space. And the best is uh, to access it via the website infectingthecity.com. Jay, thank you so much for joining us. Jay, in the past you have had diverse sponsors. Just uh, closing off, who is sponsoring it this year? Oh, it's almost entirely the University of Cape Town and uh, the Mellon Foundation that has, uh, is, um, has given us a grant to do public art research and this mm. forms part of that public art research portfolio. The city is helping us with getting up spaces, but the, the, the actual financial support is coming almost entirely from the university and the uh, Mellon Foundation. I do believe that this is something that the corporate sector should be supporting as well. Jay Pather. <laughs> And he is the curator of Uninfecting the City. It makes complete sense if you were a corporate. Imagine the support that you could give and get if you supported any one of these programs. So I'm thinking about the program two, which is running on the 11th and 12th of May. They're going to be projecting video works onto the Western Province building, the Grootkerk, and even shop windows on Long Street. And there'll be various screenings in Church Square. It sounds like a diverse selection of events running outside Cape Town Station, also bringing the company gardens into uh, life with video projections and performances. Just get onto the website Infecting the City and look up and perhaps you may see something that you'd like to go and attend. Who knows, maybe you're a corporate and you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I can still get involved. The time is now.